0: Welcome back to Event Fatigue, Issue 2. This is Part 2 of 3, so if you somehow missed Part 1, go listen now. We'll wait. If you have, though, let's get back to Civil War, Issue 3. Issue 3 starts with Iron Man's dudes going on a recruitment drive. They're just going around saying, please help. We need help. Yeah. I don't know why. They seem to be winning, Black Panther is like, yeah, no, Reed, you should go be nice to your wife. And he's like, uh, ecosystems. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Science yeah. is
0: good, right? Ecosystems. And they're like, Reed, go talk to your wife. And they yeah. go to talk to Doctor Strange too. What you going to say, Cody?
2: Yeah, no, I was just going to say they they go to talk to Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange is not interested in helping because he's going to fix it by not eating food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he has yep. decided to fast for That's forty reasonable. nights. And we can assume that this Civil War takes place at least over the course of 40 nights. In the last panel, Dr. Strange eats a big old hamburger. (laughs) It's delicious. Yeah, so Wong is like, no, 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 Dr. Strange will not be joining you either. And Iron Man himself goes to visit the X-Men, where he has a meeting with Emma Frost. And this is pretty much the big, like, what, three or four page spread, where we can pretty much just say, exit X-Men.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: The X Men are done with the which, book from this which point which is forward.
3: incredible because they have their own side series despite playing Switzerland in this whole event. Sure. Which I mean is is fun to read. I mean I I read it, uh, but yeah. it's just it's interesting. They're like, yeah, we're not going to take part, and then there's this whole side series where they're fighting stuff. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, a, think about it. Think again. This is another parallel I draw to Secret Wars where the X-Men decide they're not going to take part in the whole thing. They're going to go off and be on their own. And then they take part anyway.
4: (laughs) My whole problem, and this is kind of where it comes up, uh, my whole problem with this is that, like, the fact that it's like, you can have superpowers, but if you're born with them, fuck you, concentration camps reservations. (laughs) If you're an alien and you come down here, or if you get mutated later on, you're cool, you're cool, but if you're born with it, fuck you. And that's a problem I have with the whole fact that, like, the continuity, like, they're combined together into the same one. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Marvel. Yeah, yeah. What's it up is, with that Marvel? Yeah, like,
3: I in my notes, I, in reference to one of the previous signs, there were a bunch of signs that said unfair powers. And I was, my note is, baby, they were born that way because... <laughs> <Thank> you,
4: Lady <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki Gaga. <laughs>
0: Yo. the, the thing is that for the most part of the X-Men up until around Brown, like the late nineties were the most popular characters in Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so anything that had to do with them kind of came front and center. Like there's going to be hatred against mutants, but not maybe against everybody else. You know, we don't, right. we don't, they don't hate Captain America who hates Captain America.
4: Cause he wasn't born with them. he got, he got, medically enhanced he, with that stuff he took he was drugs with
0: it. oh yeah oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in america took performance enhancing drugs and and the and the public so he's it.
2: just like an athlete that's why america loves him so much that's true it's, it's true it's even it's it's actually even dumber now uh like in the modern comics because like they still hate mutants but inhumans are great and inhumans are pretty much the exact same thing exact as Exact same
4: mutants. thing, yeah. <laughs> and
0: the Only they kinda need Terrigenesis. <laughs> they're kind of distrustful of Inhumans, actually, because there's a big cloud of Terrigenesis yeah. going across the planet, turning people into freaks. So it's uh, They're kind of distrusted as well. But, but I, I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, listen. If I lived in the Marvel Universe and anything bad happened, I could blame mutants That's for true. it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I can say, "Oh, I'm late for work. Why are you late for work?" Ugh, mutants. Mutants.
2: <laughs> Fucking mutants, right? Damn Fucking muties. God. Damn muties. <laughs> uh,
0: in this meeting with Tony Stark, uh basically Emma Frost shows him a vision of uh Genosha. Yeah. For some reason, it is like Genosha is an island that was inhabited by mutants that was blown up in Grant Morrison's new X-Men. And it was basically a site of mutant genocide. And Emma Frost decides, like, while they're having this cup of piss, that they are going <laughs> to <laughs> uh she is going to show him mountains of skulls. And I'm not really sure why. I'm not sure how that helps with anything, conjuring I think it's up the mostly image.
2: just to say, look. We've been dealing with the shit that you're proposing on our side for fucking ever, and you guys didn't fucking come to help us for shit when there was fucking genocide coming out, so you dare come to ask for my help. Fuck off, Tony Stark.
0: I mean, she says exactly that, where where were you when our babies were burning, Uh, which is like, that's a pretty heavy-handed line there, Emma, but sure, I guess. But yeah, so the X-Men are pretty much out of this until the end, except for Bishop, who has been standing in bushes
2: (laughs) (laughs) the
1: whole
0: time. (laughs) Hold on, on. I'm from the future.
2: I would like to help you. I I am.
4: I just didn't know when you were going to get here, so I've been standing here all day. (laughs) Even though I'm from the future, I could have just, you know. My other
2: mutant friend from the future (laughs) is also going to be helping. His name's Cable.
0: (laughs) No, wait, he's on the other side. That's right. Yeah, Cable's on the other side. So, you know, Bishop is an interesting character in this. Uh, and not interesting because he does anything because he doesn't, but, like, he's interesting because why would he take Tony Stark's side? He comes from a future where people with powers are rounded up and put into death camps,
2: yeah. <laughs> Because they have powers. He's like, here's my chance to get on the right side of this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, gonna, dude, he's gonna win this time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of an amazing take on that. I didn't even think of that. it would be that would be like, you know, a Nazi time traveling back to World War II and joining, you know, the the Americans. Saying, Oh yeah, no, I want to join your army. It's a good army, it's the best
1: army.
0: He's <laughs> like, Yes, oh my god, this is what it feels like. <laughs> amazing. Uh so Bishop joins Iron Man's side, and we'll see him in some background panels. Um, but he does not matter in the main series, again, whatsoever. He is not pertinent, but he gets his own little dramatic panel, so that's good. Flash over to uh, what we can only assume is some kind of Starbucks-ish restaurant, coffee shop place, where uh, Captain America, yeah, maybe maybe the New York Waffle House, Captain America, Hercules, uh, Daredevil, slash Iron Fist, and Goliath are all meeting in... Their new secret identities that Nick Fury Man, has. Man, they
5: have
4: the most amazing makeup artists. Oh my god! Over on Captain America's side, <laughs> like.
0: Like Captain America gets this really great mustache for no reason. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: Hercules just gets the glasses and a ponytail. That's all he gets. <laughs> That's
1: probably uh, fine.
0: Yeah, Daredevil just takes his mask off. That's it, and and then they dye his hair red because. Yeah. <laughs> Iron, Fist is, Iron Fist is a blonde guy, <laughs> so they dye his hair red so he looks like the real Daredevil, which, like, that's a good, good disguise <laughs> for not Daredevil. And Goliath is just there. Goliath looks normal. Yeah. These guys are all given super-secret identities that do not matter and will not be mentioned again after this moment, and uh, we don't really get to see them, like, trying to hide or blend in or do anything. Like, they talk about it, but that never happens, and it doesn't matter. The scene is useless and pointless. The only cool thing about it is Captain America and a mustache and uh, Hercules looking like a mid nineties bodybuilder turned office system.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, no one, no one has looked like that since 1993. It's amazing. They get a distress call, however, that the, a chemical plant has been attacked. And so they are going to go to the chemical plant along with all their buds and help out. So they teleport over to Geffenmeyer chemical plant, thanks to cloak, with pretty much their entire crew. They take fucking everybody. I'm not sure why, but they do. It's important. Yeah, and Cable realizes very quickly that uh, the Geffenmeyer chemical plant is actually owned by Tony Stark. It's a trap. Oh no. Things are bad. There are tranquilizers immediately shoved into Wiccan and Cloak, their two teleporters, which is pretty damn smart.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Tony's no idiot.
0: And Tony's crew shows up, Tony has got pretty much everyone we've mentioned so far, plus they now have the uh, the new Thunderbolts with them, Songbird, Radioactive Man, Mach 4, Atlas, and Joystick. Again, background characters who don't matter, but they're there. So if you see, like, now there's another giant guy. He's there, you know? You, you needed to know that. Uh, they, they meet and they talk for a little bit. Uh, it's, it's very tense. Captain America glowers and holds his chin up high in the air. But they decide that they're going to talk for a little bit. Captain America shakes his hand. Actually spoiler alert it's gimmicked he's got a little, little thingy on his hand that shuts down iron man's armor and all hell breaks loose it is just a huge fight and a burning chemical plant that i guess iron man blew up in order to trap them
4: yeah he's rich
0: he can rebuild
2: it yeah i mean it's his so he's good. like but,
0: but people work there
2: well I'm, <laughs> we're
3: good and i mean the chemicals are now airborne
0: they are. <laughs> oh my God. Everywhere. They're everywhere. They're in the atmosphere, everywhere. So the fight breaks out. I don't know. Uh, it's pretty crazy.
2: Right after he shocks and shuts down Iron Man's armor, and he decides to hit him with a shield, and he's like, "You shouldn't have taken two of my boys, Tony." Uh, his mouth just looks fucking weird as shit. Yeah. Captain
0: America's mouth does a lot of weird things in this series. Not <laughs> yeah, sexual, but true. maybe sexual. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to see some more cat mouth action. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Later on in the series. There is a huge giant battle with Yellowjacket, Goliath, Atlas, and Stature. That's kind of neat.
2: Look Look at that big... Uh, you, are you looking at the panel that has Cable at the bottom where he's just sort of holding out his fist and running into the glowing green guy?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm as a, like At this point, Cable is actually, I believe... De-powered,
1: yeah technically
0: uh he has like internet abilities that don't really make much sense and are kind of vague though he also definitely has telepathy in this book since he uses it uh yeah no that is that is really bad I, and, and also he's the guy he's punching is the radioactive man who uh his power is that he's goddamn radioactive don't touch him
2: yeah <laughs> yeah we're gonna punch him with his metal you know technovirus.
0: I guess that's this, smart, you know, man. that's probably the way to go about it. We also get to see Spider-Man grab Captain America's Shield mid-air and take out like eight dudes by himself because what Marvel crossover would be complete without Spider-Man clowning on a bunch of people?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, just as in Secret Wars where he destroyed the X-Men single-handedly, he just, he just knocks all these dudes out. He's yeah. ridiculous.
2: He's good. Spider-Man's uh, good.
0: He he even just he hits Captain America with his own shield. It's ridiculous, Spider Man. Uh, Iron Man's armor gets put back together. He wakes up. He does his Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom three ultimate attack into Captain America, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically just beats the shit out of him. And some really well drawn shit beating. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's very beautifully done. Hercules is really the star of the issue for me here. He is he is mad. He, is, he, he screams, uh, out of my way, you filthy traitors. He's killing him in there. Hold on, Captain, I'm coming. He <laughs> loves him, man. That's his bro. It's,
4: it's not as good as some stuff he says in the later issues. Which no, definitely. Is, oh, yeah, yeah. No. I think you already know what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> Hercules is severely undervalued in this book. He is a really great character, period. Uh, and, I mean, I think the thing about him is that I don't think he really cares about the Superhuman Registration Act. I think it's just Captain America is his dude.
1: Yeah. So he's going the, to support gonna, his buddy.
0: Yeah, he's going to stand by him. Like, sure, Iron, Iron Man's a dude in a suit of armor. That's not a warrior. Captain America, that's a warrior. That guy took drugs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are 500 more Cape killer units surrounding the perimeter, but instead they call in Codename Lightning. And Codename Lightning strikes Hercules out of his run, sends him and a whole bunch of other heroes flying into the air in a fury of electricity, and that is, of course, goddamn Thor.
1: (laughs) He's supposed (laughs) to be dead.
0: Yeah, so Thor at this point is definitely super dead. He is uh, supposed to have died in Ragnarok, uh, as did all of Asgard. Uh, Pretty much everyone is gone for the course of about two years of publishing time, if not more. Uh, the real Thor is definitely, definitely gone for a while. And we'll learn next issue that this guy right here, that ain't Thor. Yeah. Not quite. But as issue four opens, this Thor cleans house. Uh, he is pretty much just molly whopping everybody um, that he can. No one really stands a chance against Thor. And he's, he's kind of an asshole, uh, which is kind of a good tell that this is not the real Thor at all he is threatening to just kill dagger who is just she's just like a young lady she's like why did you kill her he's gonna murder her though he is thor thor murders captain america and iron man are uh facing off iron man's going to finish him off and captain america is on his last legs and he delivers an amazing line uh you really think i'm going down to some pampered punk like you uh which is a very captain america line to say because it's also a very old man thing to say.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> you millennials. Always with your gadgets and gizmos.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Iron Man sends out this sort of, like, Sonic attack thing. Yeah. That takes everyone down. I don't know why he didn't do that at the beginning.
2: Right? Before, yeah. you know, he brings out Ultra Thor.
0: <laughs> right. Um, but at this point, uh, during the Sonic attack... Hercules gets through anyway and just, like, fucking brings the fucking pain to Iron Man and shoves everything at him and blows him up. This shuts off the sonic attack thing. Captain America's forces are able to fight back. Hercules orders everyone around. They get Captain America out of there. They're going to use Cable to telepathically, eh, use Cloak's powers to get everyone out of there, and Goliath goes off to fight Thor by himself. Remember Goliath and how important he is to the Marvel yeah. Universe? Yeah. He's everybody's friend.
1: Yeah, everyone, everyone loves, loves
0: Goliath. Him. Goliath has been a mainstay of Marvel Comics for uh, 40 yeah. years now. Yeah. Yeah, he is a very important character in the pantheon of Marvel characters. And, uh, yeah, Thor fucking blasts him apart. Yep. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Thor murders that guy, but good. He, gosh, Goliath's appearance in this whole story is so weird. Like, okay, I get that he wanted to kill a character, but if you're going to have – like, I feel like you needed to kill someone with some emotional resonance.
2: Probably, yeah. Yeah. But that might have affected publishing. Well, I mean
1: that happens later. We don't
3: see it in this comic. (laughs) But I mean it it happens eventually.
0: Yeah, Yeah, they don't get to actually do that in Civil War proper.
2: But I like I like the frame where Goliath falls into the ground. There's a guy that's, like, also falling, like, right above his glo- his white glove. But he just kind of <laughs> looks like he's going,
0: whee! <laughs> <laughs> he's going to land softly on Goliath's <laughs> last breath chest. No,
4: no, he's totally going for Goliath's belt. He's going to get a face full of belts.
0: <laughs> his, his belt is where all the growth serum stuff is. So maybe he's going to be... It's just a giant regular guy. He has no special <laughs> name. Giant dude. Uh, also, Dagger has a hole in her butt. Yeah. But yeah.
5: a was, nice ass I, shot there.
4: Actually, I was going to say, thus far, there has been a lot of ass shots. We haven't talked yeah. about it before, but there's been a lot of ass shots.
5: Yeah. There was one of, of She-Hulk in the beginning. That was the one just, I was yeah. thinking of, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a little weirder. Uh, because well, she's not at this point. Dagger was originally written to be a teenage character. Uh, oh. She's definitely an adult at this point in the books, but still, it's just it's, it's, it's very strange. Um, and I don't know. I don't know that you need to sort of. I, I don't know that it's necessarily a sexualization of the character per se. I mean, I don't know. There's there's some major focus on on Dagger's butt, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We don't well, see Captain like America's when, butt when hanging Sue, out.
3: When Sue was talking to Reed in the lab. You know, she was in her Fantastic Four outfit. And, like, she had her back to him and was looking back at him. And they just, like, they showed her ass crack. They showed, like, the outla- like the lines of her outer butt. And I'm like, okay, guys, she's wearing pants. We don't need to see her <laughs> ass crack. Like, Steve, M- like, Steve so McNiven, everybody. <laughs> like, I, I actually had to double check because I was like, wait, is this Greg Land? Because,
0: I mean... Ooh, no. <laughs> That was
3: I, bad,
1: right? Was but really any, bad.
3: Yeah, I was like, "Well, I don't think it is because there are a lot of, or there aren't really any, you know, O face uh, panels."
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of Sue, she holds up a telekinetic force field to stop Thor's attack, where he's about to just incinerate fucking everybody on Cap's team, and allows them to escape. Then, at this point, Reed Richards uses a passcode. To shut down the brain of Thor, because turns out he is not Thor, but a clone slash cyborg version (laughs) of Thor. Not enough to be a clone, not enough to be a cyborg, but a clone and a cyborg.
2: Yeah, man. Right.
0: He is both of those things. A clone Borg. He is affectionately uh, known as Clor to a lot of people uh, (laughs) around this time. uh, Clone Thor. Uh, He would eventually get his own name of Ragnarok as a codename and joined a team called the Revengers. That was pretty stupid. And I think he got killed. He got killed. So that was pretty good. (laughs) Um,
4: (laughs) Good day. Good day.
0: Spider-Man and Sue are both pretty unhappy with the fact that uh, Goliath, their oldest and truest friend, has died. And... (laughs) (laughs) Yuatu <laughs> the, the Watcher. So much
4: as... fun at the superhero board game nights, you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that he showed up to anyway. <laughs> yeah,
2: Yuatu looks old as shit. Uh, oh yeah, with, with his giant Flava Flave clock-sized medallion and dressers. <laughs> <Yeah. doors. laughs>
0: he has hey, he has had that medallion since his first appearance. So I think Flava Flave has a giant Yuatu the Watcher-shaped medallion.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm right.
0: just saying. <laughs> I am just saying. Back at Avengers Tower, everyone is kind of getting looked at by some doctors. Reed is doing brain surgery on the cyborg clone Thor because that's not creepy and weird.
1: Yeah.
0: No. And probably
3: and, totally within his educational
0: skill set. He Reed Richards is a comic scientist. He can do literally everything.
2: Yeah, anything that has science involved.
0: He he's a medical doctor, he is a geneticist, he is a biologist, he is whatever you need. You need Isn't a podiatrist? He like... He's got it.
5: <laughs> He's literally, like, the smartest person on Earth, right? He
0: is, yeah. But, I mean, like, the same, like, all this, like, multiple doctor stuff can be said for pretty much any comic book scientist ever. You Like, Hank Pym yeah. can do all this stuff, too. Hank McCoy on the X-Men can do all of that. Like, if you have a doctorate in the Marvel Universe, you are... 10 doctorates in the regular universe. Yeah. (laughs) You are. Exchange
4: rate is really
0: uneven. I mean, I mean, Peter Parker, like, I don't even know that he finished his college degree. And he invented, like, all kinds of shit. And so did his own costume when he was, like, 15. Everyone in the Marvel Universe is exceptionally smart if they're a superhero. If they're the public, they're dumb. Speaking of Hank Pym, he and the Wasp and Spider-Man look on at this brain surgery and Hank Pym is kind of like, oh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know about this whole thing, guys. And the Wasp is was like, yeah, whatever. I'm here, I guess, too. I oh, mean, I wish I missed Magneto. Just
5: those Aww. eyes. They had so much.
0: Yeah, can, Somebody get me, a, me a
5: goddamn brush right now. <laughs> My hair doesn't look good.
0: She's really mad about her ripped costume. Hank Pym reveals a really, really interesting fact about Tony Stark in that he um he cloned Thor from a piece of Thor's hair that he had gotten during the very first meeting of the Avengers.
2: Yeah, man. Tony's creepy.
0: Isn't he <laughs> isn't he like a, like I feel like for me, okay, sure. Like Goliath gets killed, yes. Alright, and they have guys named Cape Killers on their side, sure. And, yeah, it's definitely kind of oppressive in a lot of ways. But this is the point for me, where I don't think these guys can be the good guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like iron that's a, that's a supervillain move.
2: Yeah, yeah. Both sides act out of character, and both sides have good points and bad points. But Tony's side acts the most villainous throughout this yes. whole thing.
0: For sure. And I, and it's, it's even more readily apparent in the tie-in books. Pretty much anyone who uses Iron Man in their books related to Civil War, Iron Man is very, just, Nazi. He is, like, he turns the Nazi up to 11 in any of his side book appearances.
2: Like, in this book, he sounds like his heart's in the right place, but he's doing everything very poorly. Yeah. Right. But... But some of the things he does are... Now, granted, he does have Maria Hill, who seems like a mega bitch in this book. Sure. Um, yeah. uh, she
5: has zero redeeming qualities. Yeah, yeah She's a total, total bitch.
2: You know, she probably has a, a lot to do with, with a lot of it. But, uh, like, we we haven't gotten to what I feel is maybe the worst offense yet, but we will. Uh oh, we will. But this part's pretty fucked up. The, yeah. <laughs> fucking having Thor's hair forever. You know, just in case he needs a hot god uh keeping it around in his neck his back pocket.
0: you know just in case we need to clone magic alien gods at some point you know <laughs> yeah. you never know you never know when you might need to do that you fucking weirdo asshole you know what is wrong with you? Worth may
2: die and we'll need those abs
0: the so. <laughs> <laughs> yellow jacket also mentions uh maybe we should fuse him with a donald blake or a jake olsen to have him function properly Now, Donald Blake and Jake Olson for old Marvel fans, will be known as humans who were bonded to Thor at different points in his career where basically they could tap a stick or something or do some sort of say some magic word and they would switch places with Thor. So Thor had a secret identity at certain times. Yeah. Donald Blake was a doctor and Jake Olson was a a nurse, actually. and I think he was a paramedic. And uh, they... I guess, gave him sort of a human conscience. But what Yellowjacket is suggesting here is, I think, forcibly fusing people to this clone cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what he's suggesting, is we should find some simpleton and graft him to this robot we built.
4: So that we can control the robot a bit better.
0: Right. Yellowjacket, you are not so great either. <laughs> that that said, uh it should be known, and I don't it was not known at the time of the publication, I, I, I'm sure. Um but uh this yellow jacket guy kind of a scroll. Oh just, j- just saying Yeah. They they didn't they definitely didn't know it uh when this was being written, but it was retcon that the yellow jacket had been a scroll for quite a while. So Spider Woman, by the way. Cut to the secret Avengers headquarters, which I guess is in an alleyway. Yeah, I don't don't really, I don't know what that establishing shot is. In this headquarters, uh, we see Captain America, who is being worked on by uh, Doctors Jane Foster and uh, the Night Nurse Linda Carter. They have been joined by a lot more losers. Yeah, it
1: was
0: what a reference. Is Linda Carter
3: like? Like, a, I mean, I know Wonder Woman is
0: not Marvel. But it, it is a different Linda Carter, actually, and I believe the Night Nurse predates the Wonder Woman TV series. Interesting. So her name just happened to be Linda Carter, and then there was an actress named Linda Carter who played Wonder Woman. But let's just say it. Let's say it's a, it's a DC crossover. Wonder Woman is there. And <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know. I just I thought maybe that was just
0: I don't know, like a no, fun yeah. Easter egg or something. It would be. It would. It would be. It, like I, it would make sense. I think, but now. Sadly, it is it is just it's just a, a common name, I guess, in the early 70s. They have expanded with a lot more people who don't matter, including Living Lightning, who is uh, there in that first panel. He's got weird shoulder pads. You can tell uh, he doesn't matter because he still has the same costume he was last seen with in, like, the late 90s. Uh, that, is, <laughs> that is just the most 90s costume yeah. ever. <laughs> um, Misty Knight, who uh, you will see in the Luke Cage show this fall, Uh Talisman, who is the daughter of uh, an Indian shaman from Alpha Flight. Triathlon, later known as the 3D Man, best code name ever. Firebird, Monica Rambeau, who we know from Secret Wars. Machine Man, Justice, of course, Jane Foster, and Night Nurse. They're all there. They're all there. And guess how many of them matter? None of them. None uh, of them. None of Nobody. them. Matter. Nighthawk, Stature, and Cable, uh, who have all been there since the beginning, decide to quit. Uh, Cable just kind of fucks off back to his own book and is not seen again in the series, even though he's been kind of important as kind of like the third in command yeah. of this little crew. But Nighthawk and Stature are definitely defecting over to Iron Man's side. Uh, and as they leave, some weirdo stalker gives him the stink eye. He's <laughs> some guy in a mask is just real mad that they're leaving. He
2: right. Yeah.
0: And we will not find out who that is for a couple of issues yet. Meanwhile, at Goliath's funeral, he is buried giant. Uh, they say they cannot shrink him down. That makes no sense, but uh, sure, sure, why not? Uh, they they decide to bury him in his giant form. It's very silly. Uh, later on, I think uh, the Green Goblin cuts out like his spleen or something to try and gain size changing powers. It does. It's weird. Comics are stupid, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Iron Man and Happy Hogan are at this funeral, uh, as is Miriam Sharp. Because again, everyone is invited to every funeral in the Marvel yeah. universe. I don't know why she is there, but she she, she's there to give him an Iron Man action figure to remind him just why you're doing this because of the, uh, you know, marketing. Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> she will no longer make dividends from, uh, Iron Man action figures if yeah. Captain America wins a civil war.
2: If you join Cap's side, no one will make action figures of you anymore. And where will your ego be then?
0: So- right. Reed Richards is very paranoid. He thinks Peter Parker is acting very, very suspiciously, but he doesn't notice the suspicion right under his own nose because Sue has left him sort of a dear Reed letter, and uh, <laughs> and she and she and she ditches. She she defects over to Captain America's team along with the Human Torch.
4: This was one of the best moments. I was like, "Yes, somebody actually has a brain no, in, no, over there." Just,
0: like, Invisible Woman is maybe the best written character in the series. Yeah. Um. Outside of the fact that she's probably one of my favorite personal Marvel characters, period. She is. She is the only level-headed character in the entire book. Yep. She. She does the right things for the right reasons. Yeah. I mean, often, often like Captain America and Tony are both guilty of either doing the wrong things for the right reasons or the right things for the wrong reasons. Sue is the complete opposite. If Sue had been the leader of any of these teams, she would be just fine.
2: Yeah. And most importantly, I find out that the Invisible Woman and the Human Torch both have built-in umbrellas.
5: Umbrellas! Yes, I, I was that is just really awesome. to comment on that! <laughs> I yeah. wish I had that power, because getting in a car with an umbrella is the worst thing in the world.
0: <laughs> right? Actually... I think I think that this is really great commentary on the Fantastic Four because <laughs> they they have their own built-in umbrellas, and I would figure that Reed could like stretch something out on his body to form an umbrella too. You know, yeah, so he yeah. Could protect himself from the rain. But the thing cannot.
5: No, and that's why he's so sad. And that's why he's, that's why, he's sad. why he's inside looking out at the rain, feeling very sad because yes. he would just be all wet.
0: There's
2: Sue it's and John an going out that would for like, Well, I mean, he wears the
3: raincoat and bowler hat all the time anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> he does. It is also uh, one one other thing I noticed, and I, I actually just noticed this just now. Sue kisses her children, Franklin and Valeria, prior to leaving, and I guess in their bedroom are posters of the Fantastic Four that they see every day.
5: Like, <laughs> oh my god, there are! Right. That's fucking hilarious. I'm not
0: sure why they would have posters of themselves. It seems really kind of do, do her kids vain. know that they are like the Fantastic Oh, very much so. They're okay. like the Fantastic Four. They they have no secret identities. So uh, and, what, and,
5: and at this point, how old is Valeria? Because she's like in a goddamn cage, baby. <laughs> like a But she looks but she like looks she's old. She's, yeah, like, too old for a cage anyway.
0: Yeah, uh, Valeria is an interesting character because she—I think she's like three—but also she's smarter than Reed. Oh. And and comic artists are not really good at drawing anyone younger than like eighteen. Yeah. yeah, like like even if you go look at like early Marvel comics, go look at the X Men in the Silver Age, and they look like thirty-year-old people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, and, and comic artists are definitely not good at drawing really little kids. Uh, so Valeria is supposed to be three. Uh, okay. She definitely does not look three. <laughs> um, Do three-year-olds but, sleep
2: in cribs still? I don't think
0: so. Um, not okay.
4: really. I mean, my friend's kid is going on two, and she's already in a toddler bed. So.
0: Okay. Wow. Maybe um, she's an
3: escape
4: artist and she needs yeah. to be imprisoned while <laughs> this she's. This <laughs> is just
0: her cage. <laughs> don't don't give that kid a screwdriver. Things will go wrong. But, <laughs> they have
4: a point. You can't quite see the top of it, so you never want right. No, there might be a, like a little thing on the top of it. that's like, nope, that's where you stay.
0: She, she's she's smarter than Reed. It's probably just a small little laboratory where she can do experiments. And <laughs> not the thing looking sad here is actually kind of a precursor to what is going on with him. Uh, which is actually not dealt with in this book whatsoever. He is, uh, like the X-Men, another neutral character. From this point forward, he also defects from Iron Man's team, but does not join Captain America's team, and he fucks off to France, where he pretty much just has adventures with French superheroes for a good arc during Civil War. It's pretty great, and we will see the thing again in the final issue, but he has also gone for quite a while. Meanwhile, back at Avengers Tower... Yellow Jacket, Reed, Tony. Uh, I'm sorry, Yellow Jacket is not there. It is just Reed, Tony, Happy Hogan, and the Wasp are walking around, and they have decided on their brand new project, which is the new Thunderbolts and the Wasp. The
4: first one was such a success. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the
0: Wasp has a really amazing reaction face to it. She's just like, well, don't they don't look exactly thrilled about the prospect of teaming up with the Avengers? And she's just kind of like, mm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is the importance of the Wasp I was talking about. (laughs) Her making this face is amazing to me. This face is definitely going in the Tumblr. Uh, and, And they reveal that the Thunderbolts here, like in previous iterations, the Thunderbolts have been, originally they were the masters of evil, led by Baron Zemo. And they were supposed to, they were pretending to be heroes so that they could then fool the public into liking them and then take over the world when no one was expecting it. But most of them reformed and became heroes anyway. Uh the most recent Thunderbolts was kind of the same thing uh with a lot of the originals mentoring villains who had turned heroes. The guys you see on the last page, all but one of them are just like the worst of the worst, man. Just
2: unrepentant uh, like, psychopaths. I, I, I
0: love I, this
5: Bullseye especially.
0: Though. Oh, yeah. His
5: crazy eyes are like the best. Like this is this is beautiful artwork, I think. I, yeah. I really like that page. I know,
0: it's a really good page. Uh, Bullseye looks absolutely insane. And yeah. for this board, Bullseye will be getting a pretty heavy push uh, in the universe. Him and he, he and Venom both will be getting a push. Uh, they'll be in the Thunderbolts and then eventually in the Dark Avengers, which will come out later. But yeah, Bullseye is kind of irredeemable. He's He loves murdering people, you know? Task Taskmaster, Venom, uh, Lady that, Death, The Lizard
2: Task. Is what he looks like in this fucking picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: they kind of went overboard on his mask here. And then you also have Jack-O-Lantern and the Jester in the background. Two characters that uh, also haven't been seen in many, many years. That's weird. I don't know where they came from. I'm sure they're important and they'll be around forever. <laughs> 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 And the lady with the red and white hair is Songbird, who was one of those original Thunderbolts I talked about. Uh, she is actually very reformed, and I'm not sure why she's in this picture at all. So that is the new Thunderbolts, and that is where issue four ends. In issue five, uh, Sue and Johnny are chased by cape killers uh, because they were trying to do some good, kind of just like like uh, Patriot was a few issues back. They fly away and turn invisible because how are you ever going to catch Susan storm she turns invisible right
2: yeah and look on on page 2 while they're flying away cut to the fucking guy the shield guy in the helicarrier and that oh, face he is, he
0: is ejaculating yeah, right <laughs> that, is, that is his o face <laughs> <laughs> commander yeah. Hill wants to sit around on storm and richards oh he... <laughs> 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 he he gets off on calling people clowns it's amazing <laughs> Things move fast in this book. We're still in montage mode. Flash, flash over to the Stark Tower where uh, Nighthawk and Stature had decided to join Iron Man. And then quick flash upstairs to the top of Stark Tower where Spider-Man and Iron Man are facing off. Now, this might seem like it kind of comes out of nowhere. Uh, this is actually a continuation of an issue of Amazing Spider-Man because we now live in an age where the event book definitely kind of ties in to the real issues. Well, you don't have to have read it you can kind of make the jump yourself yeah that spider-man's like yeah i am going quit um but in the issue of amazing spider-man he attacks iron man first and iron man just sends him through the goddamn wall uh which is pretty much what continues to happen here they fight uh spider-man is real quick and can escape iron man's attacks but uh, iron man is way stronger. Spider Man goes through the window and just bonks his head against (laughs) it. It's it's amazing. Like, Spider Sense did not tell you about the windows, you idiot. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, and (laughs) it's
2: like, yeah, this is Avengers Tower, dude. That's reinforced glass, you fucker. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking maroon.
0: (laughs) Uh, But the the cape killers show up and shoot out the reinforced glass with guns. uh, None of which happen to hit Spider Man. Maybe some of them do. I don't know. It's not really specified. But he escapes. And they decided to send this new Thunderbolt squadron after him. It should be noted that, uh, again, some of these Thunderbolts are already reformed, like Songbird and the Radioactive Man. We've, in fact, already seen Songbird, Radioactive Man, and Atlas earlier at the chemical plant battle. But they're here with the mind-controlled Nanite guys anyway, because, uh, you know, Arnis just does what he wants. Who cares? Yeah. I know he's weird. And they decide to send uh, two of their most dangerous people after Spider-Man into the sewers. And that would be the Jester and Jack o' Lantern. Obviously. Uh, the, <laughs> the Jester sends uh this sort of weird looking toy that explodes.
4: Yeah. Spider- yeah. That was the it's, moment I'm I'm reading it, I'm like, What just
0: happened? <laughs> I don't really get it. The Jester is an old Daredevil villain, uh, who is kind of like low rent Joker. Yeah. And he he this has never mattered. Ever. Here he is. He and Jack-o'-lantern. This is a – there have been like eight Jack-o'-lanterns. This one was a Captain America villain in the early 90s who appeared then and never again. But here he is. He seems to have some kind of fear gas. I wasn't aware that was part of his power set. But
2: Scarecrow, Joker, now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Pretty much. So, (laughs) uh, again, more DC crossover. And they are going to uh, kill Spider-Man in the sewer, which is kind of insane. And as Jack Lantern is holding Spider Man up against the wall, uh, he says, I, I just wanted to do the right thing. Did you know my girlfriend died of a broken neck? I imagine he tells people that all the time whenever <laughs> he is in dire straits. Like someone's <laughs> might feel bad one. for him. <laughs> right. It's it's his final superpower. He uses it uh moments before his own death and he's like, Did you know my girlfriend died of a broken neck? Just just ask him, Did you guys know that? Yes, Spider Man. Everyone knows this now. Yeah, we we, everyone is well aware your girlfriend had a broken neck. In fact, we traced it back. There is one girl you've ever interacted (laughs) with who had a broken neck. We now know you're Peter Parker. Everyone knows your identity is a thing.
2: (laughs) So this is probably the worst thing that I I felt Tony did was like, yeah, hey, psychopathic villains. Yeah, Yeah. go after Spider Man. What can go wrong?
0: It has it, it gone from morally gray to just kind of kind an immoral period Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where, where they're essentially forcing these guys with electric nanobots in their bloodstream uh, to do what they want. It, it's slavery.
2: Yeah.
5: To be fair, though, Tony was trying to tell Maria, wait, I just need to talk to Spider-Man. So while it is Tony's side, I think that was totally Maria's call to send I the psychos gonna, out yeah, to agree. kill Spider-Man. I
0: guess. I mean... This is Tony's initiative, though, to make these Thunderbolts a thing. Yeah. So, and he does
5: know that they're working for them, but yeah, she was the one that did make that order.
0: They're definitely both to blame, at the very least. As they're just about to kill Spider-Man, though I guess they're told not to, uh, suddenly, <laughs> Jack-o'-lantern's head explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it should be it should be known that uh Jack o' Lantern's power is not that he has a pumpkin for a head that's supposed to be a mask. No, I'm pretty sure he this guy has a real pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a definite it pumpkin. It's
5: like a flaming pumpkin that exploded.
0: Uh, Jester is not so lucky because that's just brain. Yeah. He <laughs> gets shot in the head. Uh Spider-Man is saved by uh some kind of demon skull thing. Who the fuck knows what's happening? But uh cut two. Sue Storm and the Human Torch, who have also begun given and Eddies, where is, they are are is, married.
2: This is if yeah. there, this is a fucking ultimate universe, and this is fucking Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it's yeah. it's gross for no reason.
5: And it's like – and again, like they attribute, you know, oh, we couldn't do what we do without these secret identities. They're so important that we have this one little thing and then that one little thing with Cap and his buddies before and no other mention of secret identities the whole rest
0: of the time. Secret identities like do not matter for the rest of this book.
4: We got these wigs. We're going to use them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) At least Johnny and Sue are like, this is fucked up. Why are we married and we're, we're brother oh, and yeah. sister.
4: They seriously couldn't write us, like, just change oh. that little bit of our secret. Like, you know, just, you know, change it. So okay. and
5: did they get legit piercings or is that just like the little magnet one? It's it's a clip-on. It's a clip-on.
0: They they arrive at Captain America's new HQ. I'm not sure why there's a new HQ, but there's a new one. And uh, Captain America's team has been bolstered even more by even more losers he now has a group called the Bad Girls. B A D is an acronym. I don't know what that stands for, but uh, they're the Bad Girls. Stingray, who's a guy in a red mask, he can swim. I
5: told you Stingray was in yeah, there, Cody. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, uh, Tigra, who we remember we had. He was. She was on Tony Stark's side earlier. She's a tiger and a woman, and uh, Ultra Girl, who is uh, Cree. She's Cree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything else about her. I think she was a new, she was a new warrior at one point. And they're all meeting and talking about shit. And we get the uh, kind of one of the more iconic pages of Civil War, which is the Punisher. Enter the Punisher.
4: Wait, 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 wait. wait. Bef- before the Punisher, can we go back and point out that they have actual physical pictures of people on their screen when they're like looking at the oh information? My god, they do. They Those do. are actual physical pictures of people. Oh my god! Like they're not. That's <laughs>
1: Like, what the crazy. hell I, like, I
4: didn't You're even
1: like Facebook that. pictures. Awesome.
0: who are any of these people are they I, involved with the creation I think,
1: of
0: the I, think, I think that might be Mark Miller on the right I'm not sure what uh, any of the other people involved in the creation look like honestly that's weird I didn't notice that, that is a, I will never not notice that now that is just as jarring as those signs
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's bad um but yeah, so the Punisher shows up holding Spider-Man. He's screaming for a medic. And on the next page, we get my favorite Captain America yeah. face. Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there's a lot of good faces in that very same panel. I mean, you get, the Falcon is also making a pretty good face. And Machine Man is just completely out of place with his goofy next wave design. But yeah, Captain America is just line Jane, get over here, blah, okay? like it's it's an amazing rubber face moment. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Punisher comes in and no one really likes the Punisher. I don't know why that is.
2: Probably <laughs> because a psychopath.
0: Yeah, maybe right. maybe a little bit. Uh, and so Punisher's like, guess what? I'm on your team now. The end. This is happening.
2: And they're all like, no, like maybe not. Maybe we should. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe we shouldn't have the Punisher. I'm not
0: sure. Captain America's like, but maybe we should. And this is where Captain America starts to make bad decisions. Good job, Captain America. Yeah. Also, we see that Tigra is on the phone with Tony Stark. <gasps> oh, man. Oh my, oh, my God. Look at that oh, phone. God. We should also note that in this panel, she's looking in on the conversation. You can see the Punisher and Stingray and Monica Rambeau and Daredevil standing there. Very next panel, Daredevil's being arrested. (laughs) Like, it did not take long for Daredevil to get arrested. And they decide that they are – Reed is kind of sad about his wife leaving, but they're going to move on from this and be stronger for it. And they decide to take Daredevil to the big superhero prison, which is uh, Prison 42. And Prison 42 is not on Earth. No. It it is in the negative zone. Pretty much Dimension X, yes. Uh, The Negative Zone is kind of like the antimatter universe. It doesn't really make much sense, but it's there. It's the Negative Zone. Weird stuff happens there. There's a bug guy. As Daredevil is being led away into his Negative Zone prison, uh, one of the Cape Killer guards says, uh, he hasn't said any words, but we did find this silver dollar under his tongue. There it is. There's the silver dollar, guys. You ready for it? Mm -hmm. Yep. And Tony's like, a silver dollar? I don't understand. And Daredevil says, Guess that's 31 pieces of silver you've got now, huh? Sleep well, Judas. Judas. Oh, man. Boom. Oh, oh. My God. Oh, where's that gif of like people I I reacting heard. to the rap?
2: <laughs> Dude, I didn't, yes. I didn't realize that Captain America was Jesus. That's so weird.
0: Aw. <laughs> oh. I just love the idea. That we see him playing with the silver dollar five issues ago. Yeah. And apparently he has kept it on him like just so he can to make this sick burn on Tony Stark.
5: And he hides it in his mouth. There's no other place besides his mouth to put yeah, it. On. He's, yeah,
0: he's 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 been crime fighting with the silver dollar in his mouth for for months now, as far as we know. And I mean, when he has the silver dollar in issue one, that's before the registration act. Iron Man's in the room with him. Yeah. So, so he's like, man, one day when I when I get beaten up or arrested or something, man, I can't wait to use the silver dollar line on somebody. It's gonna be real good. <laughs>
2: gonna call him <laughs> Judas and everything. It's gonna be great. Dare,
0: Daredevil, you're ridiculous. <laughs> um, and you're not even the real Daredevil. It's he's stupid. Iron Devil. <laughs> he is. He's da- Dare Fist.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I like that better.
0: <laughs> dare Fist. Ever since reading this issue of Civil War, I've been carrying silver dollars around in my mouth. You you never know, you might need one. (laughs) (laughs) Judits, tune in to part three for Captain America's thoughts on MySpace and the thrilling conclusion to Civil War.